The views and opinions expressed on Analyze This are entirely those of the on-air participants and do not reflect those of the station's board, management, staff, or underwriters. Back here and analyze this, and I want to once again thank uh, Carlton Itel Doe, Executive Director for the Virgin Islands Port Authority, uh, for joining us this morning. Doe, no, though again, though forever, I'll kind of political, uh, you know, <coughs> mantras, uh, themes um, from when he ran for office. He, d- he did 10 years in the, in the legislature. Um, so, you know, he's one of the, the double digit uh, servers as well. Check this out tonight. Uh, at 8.30 p.m. in conversation with the AARP. Um, we got an interview with former Senator Luther Rene, who is the vice chair of the Virgin Islands Agriculture and Food Fair Board. And they'll be discussing AgriFest 2023. That's tonight in conversation with AARP at 8.30 p.m. And then don't forget tomorrow, Sunday and Monday, WTJX TV Channel 12 will be outside at the Agriculture and Food Festival, WTGX will be under the WTGX tent, sharing with you the magic of PBS and our local shows. They also tell you about NPR, which we're a part of here, National Public Radio. We invite the public to stop by our tent. Staff members will be available to assist you with downloading our app to your tablet or phone. You will also have your choice of receiving a gift for downloading uh, our app. So... Tomorrow, Sunday and Monday, the dozen, Channel 12, WTJX, we're going to be at the fair, like they say, uh, over there uh, in St. Thomas, okay? The uh, Caribbean Lottery, uh, in conjunction with the um, Virginized Lotteries, they're going to be joining us uh, and in studio. Uh, they're working their way. Uh, they're navigating their way uh, upstairs here uh, to... The Vista. That's what we don't call it, you know? And, um, hold on. We need somebody to go downstairs. So, got them and, them and, uh, downstairs, um, waiting for, for us, uh, uh, to, you know, show that hospitality. So, we're going to have them here in the studio, uh, Director Raymond Williams and, uh, the powers that be, uh, you know, we're going to get them in the studio so they can let us know about the games that are being made available. The gaming opportunities that's being made available uh, to uh, the public uh, for those who, you know, like to take a chance. And that's what it's all about, right? Pays to play and all that good stuff. Let me do some uh, homework here. I had a, a solid a solid um, data sample, 1801, 179 negatives, 10 positives. It's really 17.9, but, you know, we're going to round it off. Um, so that's good. Right now, actives in the territory down to 64. 28 on St. Croix, 32 on St. Thomas, and 4 on the littlest and loveliest main Virgin St. John. Um, nationally, at 10%. Whole history in there. Hospitalizations at 28,795. And daily average deaths, you know, that number has been over 400 and 500. It is now at 398. So we're still 398 more than we want it to be. 
But, um, you know, that number coming down. So he wanted to get to not uh, zero. It was not a good day in the marketplace. The Dow was down over 431 points yesterday. Down 1.26%, closing at 33,696.85. I got to ask a question to one of my people then. It looked like the, the Federal Reserve is too active. You know, they keep hinting they're going to do this and do that. You know, they're acting like as if, you know. Um, I, th- I thought they told us the marketplace corrects itself. You know, and for some reason they feel inclined to want to keep threatening about higher interest rates and half a point and three quarters of a point and a point and all that. So I'm not going to them. NASDAQ was down 1.78%. S&P was down 1.3%. Russell 2000 was down 0.96%, so it was not a good day yesterday. Two of the third of the 30 blue chip stocks saw gains. Cisco, though, Cisco was up 5%. You know what I'm saying? So, I wonder what happened to Cisco, but the inflation report is what um, caused that uh, problem. You know, check yesterday. Well, that bad day yesterday uh, on Wall Street. So, that's where we at. Um... Like I said, I, I and I gonna be doing my homework. Uh the P three P three thing works. Um clearly it is is well thought out. It's about execution. And we touched on the five areas um that were mentioned uh, to include uh, design, operation, maintenance, uh, financing, and um what's the next one? We got one more. Mm, the tenants. Yeah. Hey, good morning. Good morning. How are you? Please come in. Make yourself comfortable. Uh, we're good. Uh, yeah. The coach and a chair. Whoever you want to sit down on both you could relax over there. Are we good? I'm just going over some tenants here from the previous conversation uh, that we had with um, um, executive director for the Port Authority, uh, Carl, Carl Tundell. So, so, so that's what we got. But we, joining us here, we've got um, the director of the Virgin Islands Lottery. Yeah, he had asked, uh, if, uh, if he said he got a big shot coming in town. Uh, fair weekend, so uh, I wanted to give uh, them an opportunity to articulate some of the things that they're going to be doing, and they are doing. So, um, we've granted that request. Mr. Director, Raymond Williams, good morning, sir. How are you? Neville, Doc, Nicholas, James. Friday, what you say? I good, man. Okay, now my Good to see you, Pat, hey, man, Patrick. Always a pleasure you know, to hear. You know, you know, you got a player in the uh, Chicago Bulls now named Patrick Williams. No, man, you're Yeah, yeah, yeah. Expect big, <laughs> Expect big things. Expect big things. I saw him last night. They got beat up last night, though. But I, I, whenever I see that name, I said, Ray, my father. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway. So please, I, please introduce the guest. Yes. This is Shellyan Ijong. Shellyan is the um, Antillian region director of... Um, IGT, IGT, I don't know if you've ever heard of that corporation. They're global. Um, they deal with um, everything from gaming in every perspective and stuff like that. Um, Shalian is here visiting with us. Um, Shalian um, runs in the territory Caribbean Lottery. Caribbean Lottery is our contractor mm-hmm. that deals with our instant scratch games. Um, Parabon, Mega Million, those different things. So, Shellyan made 
a very special visit to be with us this weekend. But let me give you some back history on that. So the Lottery Commission, at the inception of my tenure, kept speaking to the fact that, you know, we need to do something to counter the illegal gaming that's happening in the territory. Um, on the contract that we have with Korean Lottery, as um, the provider of games, those type of games, um, we tasked Korean Lottery, Shelly Ann and her team, to come up with a strategy, an initiative, and a way to help us um, counter those um, illegal games. So it's, it's, it's my privilege to welcome her um, to the Virgin Islands. Shelian is a Trinidadian by birth. She is a Barbadian by work. <laughs> so um, it, it's always exciting. You know, we, we paid a visit to Shelian and her team in Barbados, the chair of my board and I, um, several months ago. Um, she's been here at least with us on one other occasion. And we've been able to um, talk about um, I'm going to yield the floor to her, but I just wanted the people of the Virgin Islands to know that what we're doing now is to be national. You know, we have to develop a sense of national pride. We need to get away from taking our money outside of the Virgin Islands. And, you know, people might think it's, it's prejudicial, but Neville, we come from here with Bania, mm -hmm. and I have no shame. No, I, I tell people that. Okay, we welcome everybody to be a part of us, but you can't take the money out of you. So part of what we're doing today in this rollout is to try to help to keep the money here. So I'm going to yield to Shelly to talk about, you know, her origins and all that good stuff and the purpose of us being here this morning. So Shelly, welcome to St. Croix. I know in the most beautiful day outside, <laughs> but hey, the Vardinellas, Neville and I, we love it to our bone. Welcome. And, and Director, thank you very much. And after that beautiful introduction, the weather outside could be as horrible as possible. It's warm inside. And Neville, thank you so very much for inviting us this morning. Not a problem. Um, so as Director Williams would have mentioned, um, the Caribbean Lottery, we are part of a subsidiary, a subsidiary group under the International Game Technologies Group, mm. which is IGT. We are the leaders in global gaming with footprint in over 100 countries across mm. the globe. Fast forward into USVI, we are responsible for managing and operating the Caribbean Lottery brand on behalf of the Virgin Islands Lottery. Mm -hmm. And we currently have footprint in over um, 60 retail locations. And as Director mentioned, um, some time ago, there was some discussion around um, the introduction of a game that appeals to a player appetite that was not uh, where there was an opportunity for us to in, in, in to, to look into. Um, we, we as an organization, we would have conducted some extensive market research there to get go. an idea there as to or to get a better appreciation as to what our players really wanted in the market. And that's where Caribbean Numbers was born. And we formally launched the game actually right here, right now in your station, Neville. And then later this morning, um, we will be um, celebrating the formal launch of Caribbean Numbers, which is a numbers game uh, which will allow customers to choose either one number where you play single, called single or quinella play, two numbers, um, quinella or double play, or three numbers, 
tripleter or triple play. Mm -hmm. And for as little as $1 within each of the game plays, you can play from as low as $1 or up to $20, you can win as much as $20,000. But it depends on which modality is played. Um, the game was launched or went live, I should say, in December. And over the past few weeks, we have been very closely monitoring the player feedback, retailer feedback, and it's all been very, very positive. So we expect nothing different as we formally launch over this weekend. And we will, after our, our conference today, we will have a presence at the agricultural fair. So we want to encourage persons to come down to the fair to find out more about our game mm -hmm. and also play in and walk away with some pretty good Caribbean lottery and Virgin Island lottery prizes. Yes. So Neville, the objective. No, no, stop, stop right there. I, uh -huh. I want to hear the Trini accent. Yeah. Oh you. gosh, Neville. <laughs> Neville. <laughs> you, you hear what you're calling me? It's a rector. I can't get away from this Trini no, that no. accent at all. Come on, come on, come on. Trini to the board. Listen, Neville, it is hurting my heart. You know, it's carnival week in Trinidad, right? Yeah, so yeah. the fact that I'm here right now, director, wow. speaks to the importance wow. of, this, very, of this launch at USB. Thank right you very now. much for making that sacrifice. Yeah, yeah. Big sacrifice, Neville. Yeah, yeah. But director, you saying something? Yeah, no, I was, I was speaking more about, back to the fact about... Um, nationalism mm -hmm. you know we we lose anywhere from the last white paper that we saw in the territory about 80 million dollars in illegal gaming um prostitution human trafficking um and all those other things that are affiliated with it the vi lottery our goal the commission's objective mine and my my entire team is to capture as much or recapture as much mm -hmm of that, those dollars as humanly possible. So, you know, you, you, you're very familiar. You see every day it's prevalent in our communities where you see people selling the number of games and stuff like that. None of that money literally stays here. So our objective is to align, counter, and get ahead. So there are three pieces to it. There's education that we're doing now. There's the game rollout. Um, that has happened and, and, and is being now promoted. You're the first that we spoke to publicly on this topic. Um, we have a press conference at 11 o'clock at Government House to speak in more detail about it. And then there's the enforcement piece. So what we're, our absolute objective is to capture or recapture as much of that market so that we can keep that money local. Mm -hmm. Nevertheless, you know, the VI lottery is a pass-through entity. Mm -hmm. If we make a dollar, this percentage, that percentage, goes to mandatory transfers. If I make a billion dollars, it's still the same. Yeah. So there, there, there's, it's, it's not something where the lottery, the VI lottery is a for-profit organization. So our goal is to capture more money so we can put the money back into our economy, mm -hmm. back into our community. No, that's, that's so IGT. Yes. Right? That's, I, I, I pull up your arm. Um, your LinkedIn profile here. By the way, I just I just sent you a connect. So you oh, go, you, you, interesting, you, Neville. You, you, you didn't, you I, I didn't you waste any time. I told you about it. <laughs> you know how it is. Wasted no time. Antilles lotteries mm -hmm. is is what relative to IGT. All right. So as I would have mentioned earlier, mm -hmm. IGT 
leading global gaming provider with footprint in over 100 jurisdictions across mm -hmm. the globe. Mm -hmm. Ironic you ask that question because IGT Antilles is the only multi-jurisdictional operation under the IGT Global Operation. What does that mean? Mm -hmm. We are an entity that consists of several jurisdictions or islands within the Antilles region. So the Antilles consists of USVI, Barbados, Antigua and Barbuda, Anguilla, St. Kitts and Nevis, St. Martin. So you recognize that these six jurisdictions are operating under the Antilles umbrella with one shared management system. So very exciting, a diverse player, player base, diverse gaming portfolio. Mm -hmm. So a lot of exciting stuff across the base. And needless to say, USVI is one of our main territories as well, mm. our main jurisdictions within the Antilles umbrella. And, and IGT being International Game Technology. That's correct. Okay, good. That is correct. Okay, and we operate the Caribbean lottery brands um, across all the other territories, with the exception of Barbados, where the brand there is the Barbados Lottery. Barbados is, is, is the regional headquarters for Antilles? I wouldn't say it's the regional red headquarters per se, but several of our uh, management team operate out of different markets and mm -hmm. some are based in Barbados. For instance, I am based in Barbados. Yeah, because I, I look in at your profile here, managing director and chief solutions at UIK360. Before. Yes, that was prior to my joining the organization, yeah, yes. And then IGT site manager, and I know you're senior manager, so you're, you're really a big shot. When I was saying a big shot, I, I would be a modest. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, you'll be modest. <laughs> you all are being extremely, um, no, no. overly, I'm blushing right about now. Now we got to give Jack the jacket, man. <laughs> yeah, Jackie, in this case. Jackie. Jackie. <laughs> yeah. go, I, I can live with the Jackie. Yeah, we, I can yeah, live yeah, with the yeah, Jackie. We go give Jackie her jacket this morning, so. We can live yeah. with the Jackie. No, no, I, uh, and I'm glad uh, that, um, <clears throat> You've made the sacrifice uh, to be here uh, this this weekend. Well, it's a good weekend to be in the territory. Of course. Our, our Ag Fair is our Virgin Islands State Fair. is one of our bigger weekends. So I think you're going to enjoy yourself while you're here. What we're going to do is we're going to take a break. Um, we're going to talk about the press conference um, that's coming up at 11 o'clock, you said? Yeah. And um, you're going to pretty much be um, restating and articulating what you mentioned here today. Or is, is there a signing, uh, any kind of agreement? No, no, no. It's, this, it's, this it's, just it's all a, under the lottery umbrella. The lottery umbrella. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, good. So we'll take a break. We got um, Mr. Raymond Williams, the Virgin Islands lottery director. Uh, joining us this morning, we have Shellyanne Heechung. Yeah, that's how I pronounce correct. it. Pronounced correctly. Uh, from Antilles. She's a senior manager with uh, IGT, Antilles Lottery. Uh, mm -hmm. at, um, based in Barbados and she come from um, Trinidad and you, you, you could tell you, you could tell from her accent so we take a break and we'll be back right after this <laughs> said that black smoke was constantly coming out of the burn pits 24 seven. And my reaction to it was like, wow, that doesn't sound very safe. Wonder what that's about. And in my mind, I couldn't imagine at the time that type of system operating could potentially harm our service members. Journalism that seeks and reveals. That's on point with me, Meghna Chakrabarty. Weekdays at 1 p.m. on WTJX FM 93.1, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. I'm Deepa Fernandez from Public Radio's Midday News Magazine, Here and Now. We'll bring you all the news that happens between the morning headlines and the afternoon wrap-up. 
plus conversations with authors and artists. Stories that affect you, maybe a story about you. So please join us for Public Radio's midday news magazine, Here and Now. Weekday afternoons from 3 to 5 p.m. Right here on WTJX FM 93.1. 1A is your place for daily conversation with thoughtful guests and listeners from around the country. Fridays are home to our news roundups, where we answer your questions about the biggest stories of the week. I'm Jen White. This year, we continue to celebrate your freedom to listen, weigh in, and share what you're curious about. And with your help, we'll get to the heart of the story together. Weekdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. on WTJX FM 93.1. Hi, I'm Amy Goodman, host of Democracy Now! Democracy Now! features ideas and voices from some of the best minds of this generation and previous ones, including activists, muckrakers, visionaries, artists, risk takers, academics, and just folks, as in the most just folks who share a commitment to truth, democracy, justice, diversity, equality, and peace. Catch Democracy Now! at his new time, weekdays at 10 a.m. here on WTJX FM 93.1. And we're back here on Analyze. It's a, it's a beautiful day in Paris. Even though it's it kind of nippy when I wake up this morning, it was low 70s driving into the studio, which is which is nice. Which is, I mean, of course, if you're coming from uh, the Northeast Corridor, it is absolutely lovely. Uh, for us, it's a little windy, a little nippy, but we like it like this. And uh, hopefully there'll be no more rain over the next 72 hours because we got the Virgin Island State Fair AgriFest uh, taking place down at the... Uh, agriculture Fair Grunks down there in, in Lower Love. We got the director for the Virgin Islands Lottery, Mr. Raymond Williams, joining us, and Ms. Shelly Ann He Chung, general manager uh, for Antilles Lottery, which um, works under or in conjunction with IGT. Under the IGT umbrella. Uh, under the yes. IGT uh, uh, umbrella. So, <clears throat> uh, Mr. Williams, um, let's talk about what a, a recent phenomenon that's been going on um, with lottery. Um, and I believe it's been beneficial to the lottery. Um, Mega Millions and Powerball, we've seen um, where the jackpots, in one instance, I believe, exceeded a billion dollars. 2.1. Bill. And then we had another one exceeded a billion, right? Yes. That's the, power, the first one you're talking about was Mega Millions, right? And then Powerball. And then Powerball um, uh, one. Ha- have you seen seen that activity where... You know, we're going to a gas station, we go to One Love, and we go stand up behind three people where normally when we go in, we can just buy our tickets and all that stuff. So, how, how have we benefit? How do we benefit from from that, you know, magnitude of 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 jackpot size here in the Virgin Islands? So there's, there's several, an activity. So there's several things. So um, the VI <clears throat> lottery is a member of, of course, consortium of states mm-hmm. that manages Powerball, Mega Millions. It's drawn in Florida, um, we, as a member of the consortium, we have to reconcile the draw. So because California is the furthest west of the United States, the draw takes place at 11 o'clock in the night mm-hmm. because the shutdown time is at 7 p.m. on sales. Um, that Each member 
the consortium pays us a, a, a dollar amount that helps to ensure what you might know as rollover. Mm -hmm. Okay, so as 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 that pot grows and no one wins, it accumulates over time. But it's insured so that um, two point one billion dollars. Okay, so how the hell do you pay out two point one billion dollars? Mm -hmm. You insure it over time. Long story short, in the VI, what the trend looks like is that. As these pots grow, so does the players grow. Mm -hmm. And we're a small jurisdiction, small amount of people. So we, we don't do the level of sales that the average state would do. Um, our sales are um, generally balances out on an average, maybe, where shall we, maybe between, I would say, five to, it, it can go as high as $50,000 over that draw period. But um, for that specific draw, had gotten people are so anxious to play mm -hmm. to participate to win so a lot of the retailers were shutting down early because they were running out of paper stock yeah and all that kind of stuff yeah. what I, I thought that was phenomenal but yeah so we wouldn't necessarily from a from a uh a global perspective or a national perspective there um we don't sell as much as most states but we have the same opportunity that's the to key. win mm -hmm. that's as the, any other that's, state that, that, that's the key what, what what's the percentage okay you buy a powerball ticket for two dollars and then you could get a power play for an additional dollar right how much of that stays in the virgin Islands? what percentage it, it, it varies um in um i can't tell you. I can't remember right off the top. But there's a formula, though. Yes, there there's a, a formula, formula uh, for with the, 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 the Power Ball Consortium. Certainly. Okay. Certainly. Okay. Good. The, so, so, um, Miss Hee Chung. Shelly is fine. Okay, Madam General Manager. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, when when you're looking at this activity, because the other islands are not a part mm -hmm. of this. This is a this is the a Virgin Islands. Uh, this is like a. Like we're a conduit, right? Mm -hmm. We're we're a part of Antilles, but we're the only one under the Antilles umbrella that's part of Powerball, yeah, right? Powerball and Mega Millions. Mega Millions, yes. yeah. So, so when you're looking at that, what are you seeing? Uh, we, we see excitement mm -hmm. because as we we closely monitor the jackpot on a daily basis, mm -hmm. and for both games, and it is evident as director would have um, mentioned, once the jackpot starts to grow incrementally you start to see an increase in sales yeah. and our retail agents start to see an increase in, in players traditional mm. and non-traditional players and that is where you start that engagement with a new player base mm -hmm. the last um historic jackpot we had um we had lines through the door and i'll be very honest with you we were actually hoping that the jackpot did not get us hit as early as it did yeah. because you start to see the sales while we would not we may not cite the exact figures but you see a triple quadruple times five times yeah. six i think the last one hit in washington state yes right um um so 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 in in, in that case so so what you're saying is you're you're, you're confirming director and and um madam general manager <laughs> um that when the jackpot is at 20 40 million 40 million dollars you see activity but when it reaching three four hundred five hundred million that's a whole different level of activity absolutely different okay. level. and it's, it's it's a trend these days yes. you know because yes. there's, there's a base the games start at 20 million mm -hmm. naturally so as it builds it evolves over two three days mm -hmm. you see you go from and you're the mathematician so you know the math you go from 20 up to 
200, 400, you know, mm-hmm. and it just keeps popping. And they actually yeah. added a day for, yeah. for, for Power Bar, right? Correct. It used to be a Correct. Wednesday, Saturday thing. It's now it's, no, it's, now it's Monday, yes. Yes. Wednesday, uh, and, and Saturday. Um, talk about um, employment opportunities for people who want to get into gaming. I have to get beat up with it because I like, I, I play the horses. And all that stuff. No, I, 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 Neville, I, I, I am loving this question that you are asking right no, now no, because as we, we right now as the Caribbean Lottery, we are actually revisiting what our structure looks like in order to effectively position in the long term. Mm-hmm. We want to maintain leadership of this lottery business mm-hmm. across the Caribbean. So what does that mean? That means that we want to ensure that we get the most um, effective team on board and we are looking at for some passionate dynamic individuals to join our team. We have quite a few um, vacancies that are currently um, available for um, recruitment within our Caribbean lottery operation right here in USVI. So I want to encourage persons to go onto our website, visit our social media pages, to get a listing of what those vacancies are. They range from customer service representative to retail agent to support Mm -hmm. to supervisory positions. So please, if it is you are interested in this exciting, dynamic gaming environment, now is the time to join our team. Now, now with with us going through the pandemic and realizing that um, people working virtually Mm -hmm. is more cost beneficial to companies, has that allowed for more uh, employment opportunities for Interesting. Interesting. Our industry is a very flexible, dynamic one. Mm. So yes, our business continued despite the pandemic, despite the shutdowns. We were able to work on a matrix sort of structure where persons worked um, virtually Mm -hmm. and we still had the operation going and nobody ever knew that we were working virtually. Mm. One of my listeners, good morning. Love that really. Twang. Thank you, listen. I'm trying to get the Bajan accent, but I just can't get it as yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, we like the Trini Twang. Like the Bajan accent is nice, too. That's Rihanna, right? That's, that's of, Rihanna course, of course, of yeah, course. Yeah, yeah. You know, Neville, when we were um, talking about uh, the Super Bowl, one of her uh, employees, her name is Lisa. So we were talking about, well, who's supporting who? In the Super Bowl, Lisa was like, "We're just looking forward For to Rihanna. halftime." No, yes. No, check, no, check, check this out. Check, check this out, right? Yeah, I, I don't really do Facebook a lot. I do, I do Twitter. There was this one sign where this girl said, "I came to a Rihanna concert and the Super Bowl broke out." <laughs> <laughs> and and more people actually watch Rihanna. At halftime, I think it was like 119 yes. million to 113 million for the Super Bowl. Wow. That's how big. And that's let me how, tell you, there were viewing you know. parties in Barbados as well. <laughs> I, oh my we gosh. love our Rihanna. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> love our Rihanna. Yeah, I, and she I, did I, a I, phenomenal performance. I, I, I could imagine that. So now, um, are you familiar with our traditional lottery? Our every two week thing that we do here? I am. W- what's your take on that? Because we're not getting away from that. That's, our, that's a cultural thing now. Of course. No, we, we can't compare it to the scale of a power ball and how you know you could experience a life-changing um, moment if you get lucky. But what's your take on our local lottery, which we got to hold on to? I love it. Yeah. The first time I came to USVI and I saw the ticket, they walked me through the entire process. Mm-hmm. It actually took me back to, I would not say how many years, mm-hmm. as a child <laughs> in Trinidad. And you will actually see the lottery agent selling these tickets. And I remember that sense of excitement mm-hmm. that you want to purchase this ticket and then you're listening out to the draw to, mm-hmm. see, if you, to yeah. see if you won. Mm-hmm. And th- those tickets are no longer available in some of the other Caribbean yeah, territories. Yeah, so the so. fact that it's, it's still here, I, I, 
it is it is some a tradition that I would like to encourage director you all hold on to that because it's something that does not exist in a lot of the other markets and it still resonates that's that's traditional lottery and gaming as you know it and, and director that that lottery pays for itself or is because we've delved into other areas it allows for 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 that to remain a staple within our so, so there, there's um yeah look closer to the microphone there's several mm-hmm. things that um that <clears throat> we can speak to on that but the idea of traditional quote-unquote lottery in the VI, we are one of three U.S. jurisdictions that still have a that size of a paper. Puerto Rico, ourselves, and I, I think it's, I forget what others say, but um, we're still the only people that hold on to our paper. Everybody goes through a queue. They, you know, similarly to Powerball, Mega Million, you purchase the tickets that way, you purchase online and stuff like that. We're going to continue that tradition because if we were to pull away from that i think lottery would die practically mm-hmm. um but we continue as you know the vi lottery is a wave of opportunity in this year 2023 the vi lottery's new not new but it's, it's additional um slogan is the vi lottery is under reconstruction we're breaking down the walls we're building it back up. We're making that wave grow. Um, we the, the idea is that we want to, through our traditional games, through all the games that Caribbean Lottery um, hosts and, 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 and deal with for us, even through um, Southland Gaming on the VLT side on St. Thomas and St. John, we want to see our numbers grow. Um, I generally tell people I'm a black Jew. I, I try to keep things within perspective. Um, you know, I, I don't ever tell people that, are we going to grow by 20%? No. 3 to 5%. We've outdone that. We continue to, to, to do better. You know, I never, there's a word that you don't use all the time. And I've adopted it. It's called empirical data. data. Yeah, man. <laughs> okay? Yeah, man. I got a lot of people yeah, who at me, oh, the lottery, no. they can't win, blah, blah, blah. So they don't play and people don't play anymore. That's not true. Since I've been on this job, we've grown from about 42% of sales to 60% on the average draw. For EX drawings, we sold almost 89% of our tickets at that last um, EX drawing in December. So, you know, people are coming, becoming more and more attractive. I got to give the credit to my staff, um, always. And, and by the way, it's my understanding that, um, it's my understanding that, uh, one numbers don't sell, you pull it out. So there's no carryout, there's no rollover. No, every number goes into the draw. Every number, is, okay. Every number goes into the draw. Yeah. If the ticket is not sold, yeah. it stays in the house. It stays in the house. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. So that's that's the modification. Correct. Okay, okay, good. No now let me let me ask you, what about electronic gaming? Mm-hmm. What's, what, what's IGT's role with that? In terms of online gaming? Yeah, and casinos. You, 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 you have footprints in casinos as well? Of course. Yeah. As a leading gaming provider, we provide entertainment solutions across mm-hmm. all gaming entities, mm-hmm. VLTs, mm-hmm. slot machines. And actually, iLottery is one of our fastest growing solutions IG, right now. IGT corporate, corporate headquarters is where? We are based in the U.S. In the U.S.? In the U.S. Oh, okay. And in okay. the U.K. as well. Okay, Correct. Good. In good. the U.S., sorry, not the U.K. In the U.S. In, in the U.S. Correct. Okay. So okay. We, you familiar with Genting? You ever heard of Genting out of, out of Malaysia? No. You never heard about them? Um, in, in New York, when they uh, finally adopted um, <clears throat> Racinos mm-hmm. 
of course, you know, they put it out to bid, and you got these companies out of Malaysia and all that stuff, and, and, and all over the world. Because gaming is, I don't think people really understand the magnitude of gaming, you know. Yeah. People know care. of it, but I don't think they really understand the magnitude of it. Of course, on the mainland, whenever there's an initiative for lottery, you have the one, the extreme side that says they're going to break up the social fiber, people are going to lose moral. their house, all that stuff, moral, mm-hmm. the, the moral argument, what have you, right? On the other side, the other the counter argument is, well, we could generate revenue to build schools and things of that mm-hmm. nature, right? And so, that- so in New York, in New York State, when they did this, so they asked them, they asked the question, um, how much money do you anticipate making? And in this case in New York, or how much money would the state be making on an annual basis? And they said, well, you know, we, we figured 300 million because, you know, New York City alone mm-hmm. is 20 million people when you include Nassau County, Suffolk County, Northern New Jersey, Connecticut, all that stuff. Year one, $600 million. Mm-hmm. Because they got 20 million people going to this one casino in Queens. So the reason why I asked that question is what about, uh, is IGT a part of the argument for gaming being that there is a public benefit of for gaming course. as well? Of course. And in every market and it's not that we the social break, I mean, the, 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 the moral fiber, fiber, the moral <laughs> breakdown. That's um, the, well, the, the moral impact is going to impact us socially. And that is that will continue to be the eternal debate. Mm-hmm. But when you peel back the layers and you look at gaming on a whole, and specifically speaking to IGT, um, in all the territories in which we operate as a lottery, the bare fiber of philosophy of our business is our corporate social responsibility initiatives mm-hmm. and how we give back in terms of not just government revenues, but also in terms of some of the social programs that we initiate in several of our territories. So, for example, one of our, and I say ours in IGTs, one of our um, mainstream philosophical programs is the after-school advantage program. Mm-hmm. And that is where we seek to bridge the digital divide across our, in, within our communities in the jurisdictions in which we operate. Similarly, as director mentioned earlier, a portion of each dollar that is sold in a lottery game, it is pumped back in to various community initiatives through either our customer, like in the case of the VI lottery, or from IGT ourselves in terms of our investment in, in, in specific community initiatives. Taking it a, a, a step further, when we talk about... Stop right there. Mm-hmm. You hear the music in the background. We take a break. So pick it up at taking it a step further when we come back, okay? <laughs> we, got the, we got the Virgin Isles Lottery Director, Raymond Williams. We got uh, General Manager, Shellyanne He Chung, joining us on IGT. Be back right after this. Thank you. equals new business opportunities at Bank of St. Croix. Bank of St. Croix offers deposit banking products, business online platforms, and commercial loans. Their SBA lending department offers financing options and access to capital for businesses. Bank of St. Croix has two locations, one in Gallus Bay, 340-773-8500, and one in Peters Rest, 340-713-8500. Bank of St. Croix is an equal housing lender. Bankofstcroix.com. 
I'm Scott Tong from Public Radio's Midday News Magazine, Here and Now. We bring you all the news that happens between the morning headlines and the afternoon wrap-up. Plus, conversations with authors and artists, stories that affect you, maybe a story about you. So join us for NPR's Midday News Magazine, Here and Now. Weekday afternoons from 3 to 5 p.m. Right here on WTJX FM 93.1. Welcome to the Virgin Islands. The USVI Caribbean Music Festival on St. Croix officially launches on Friday, February 17th. This is a free community event presented by the U.S. Virgin Islands Department of Tourism, curated by the United Jazz Foundation in collaboration with Jazz at Lincoln Center, and sponsored by the VI Lottery. The event runs from 6.30 to 11.30 p.m. along the Waterfront Promenade in Fredericksdale and features Grammy Award-winning jazz vocalist Diane Reeves, Marsvin Davids, Caribbean Players of St. Croix, and Calvin Johnson and Native Son of New Orleans. For more information, CaribbeanMusicHeritage.org or 646-725-3353. And we're back here on this great discussion. We've got the Virgin Islands Lottery Director, Raymond Williams, joining us along with Miss Shelly Ann Hee-Chung. She is from IGT. She's a general manager. She run the Antilles. And then, of course, you know the Virgin Islands. For those of you who don't know, we're a part of the lesser Antilles. Of course, you know the big islands. Even though Trinidad is really a, the biggest lesser Antilles island, right? The great Antilles is Jamaica, Puerto Rico, Dominican, I mean, Hispaniola. And Cuba, uh, but you know, our, our our big shot guests come from down there by down there by Venezuela and uh, Trinidad and Tobago. We know for for, for playing mass calypso. No, I'm a shadow fan. People, oh, a lot of people grew up with, with Sparrow and Adam. Yeah, one thing me and he do, we we used to party like like, like I go. We used to we used to party. We used to it do. is evident. I've yeah. seen director party. <laughs> <laughs> it is very yeah. evident. When 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 the rhythm kick in. And we start to act up, you know, we used to do our things. So. Never so, your so. in my carnival to bank up. To bank I know my audience loving this conversation. <laughs> Not just because of the twang, but the choice of words. But, so, so let so. me just put in a quick plug here, yeah, right? Yeah. I want them to keep on loving the twang and the choice of words <laughs> because we have a new scratch card that we're going to be launching very soon mm-hmm. that focuses on the carnivals across the Caribbean. So stay tuned to that because guess what? Somebody from USVI may have the opportunity to win a trip to one of our islands to celebrate carnival. All right. I'll leave it like that. Keep tuned. So that, so that's, so that would be for 2024? For 2024. Okay, good. Yeah. Good, good thing. Now... Um, how did you guys make out during, and guys and gals, how did you guys make out during the pandemic? Whew. It presented its unique sense of challenge, its unique um, challenges, as with any global organization. But it also presented an opportunity for us to take a step back and look at our business and actually utilize the technology that we have access to and get more innovative in our ways of work. So it presented that challenge 
Mm-hmm. But I must say, and I have to compliment the entire team, the IGT team, um, that innovation, that creativity, that dynamism, and also that determination that any obstacle that we encountered, which there was no playbook for, nobody had a Bible as to how Correct. to deal with a pandemic. None of us ever thought that we would have had to overcome or, or live through a pandemic. So we were, it was literally live as you go. And that allowed us the opportunity to reassess our business and which is where I mentioned earlier we saw significant opportunities to um, to evolve and that's where we are right now as an organization we're evolving and the pandemic played a role in that it was not the sole catalyst but it was a, a, a critical driving force for that and for yourself um, director Williams because uh, this was like early in year two of the administration, you had taken over in like, I think it was March of 2019. 19, correct. So, so, and then March of 2020, here's the pandemic. Um, learning experience? Absolutely. And similarly to what Charlie spoke to, um, unlike the average business uh, or, or commerce in, in globally, we could not shut down. We mm-hmm. had to sell tickets. Our... our, our um, our re- revenues dropped off significantly um, during that period, but we still continued sales. People played because people love to play lottery. So we had to provide, it's a source of entertainment. It's a, uh, a source of hope. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we build opportunities um, for people to better their lives all around. So yeah, we, we dropped off for that period, but within, I would say, one year, of the initiation of the pandemic, we were right back on top. We, we suffered significantly um, on St. Thomas with our VLT games because we had to shut that down. We couldn't do the in-person piece, but uh, from the lottery's perspective, you know, we, we maintained, we continued um, our, our objectives and, and we did our piece or did our part. And two years later, we were right back up. Yeah, right up the roof. Good. No, so I am, you know, I hang out. At, at, at one of our local spots and we were talking about about gaming in general and I was telling them that uh, like in the state of Indiana the cost for a casino license I think this was back in same around the same time 2010 whatever I told them like it was 250 million um, explain to the public why you got to tax these people heavy when they get into the game just to keep integrity at its highest level so Gaming in itself, if it is you don't maintain that level of integrity behind any sort of gaming entertainment solution you provide, whether it be lottery, casino, slot machine, Mm -hmm. you're going to end up in a position where your players start to question the integrity of the game. If you question the integrity of the game, you're not going to have any players. So it's 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 a double edged sword. So it is important that there is a high level of compliance and regulation within each operating jurisdiction. And again, this applies to any gaming solution mm-hmm. that you provide. So as government entities, um, because the gaming revenues are gaming revenues that are coming in, there may be varied level of taxes that applied to it for multiple reasons. This is revenue that is generated into the economy and helps to further support and build different programs and obviously going into the government coffers, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, but just going back now in terms of what we were touching on earlier around the moral context with gaming, and I just wanted to make this point because it's relative to what you're referring to right now. Go ahead. Every dollar that is played, as I mentioned earlier, goes back into the the um, 
to, to feed into different programs and initiatives. Mm-hmm. A lot of persons don't recognize that on the back end. So when you look at some of the, the pharmaceutical industry, the veterans group, um, for instance, just to name two core entities, how, where do the revenues come from to support the mandates and the operations of these organizations? The lottery plays a major role or the gaming environment plays a major role in that. So it helps to keep that cycle going. So which is why it is also very important for us as gaming organizations to ensure that we maintain a level of responsible gaming and integrity within our player base. And I'm pleased to say that the Caribbean Lottery, USVI as well, we are one of four lotteries within the Caribbean and Latin American region that is WLA certified. WLA being World Lotteries Association. Mm-hmm. And this is one of the, clo- one, um, the global and premier certified groups that focuses on responsible <coughs> gaming and helping to manage that process. So that's where the moral values come in. Mm-hmm. As, as a gaming entity, similarly, all our employees are um, required to conduct annual compliance training so that we can also maintain that level of integrity. So it's, very, it's a very, very deeply woven industry. And, and, and let me just uh, piggyback on the fact that everything to what Shelley just said, but I want to double back down on nationalism, mm-hmm. Neville. Mm-hmm. We got to keep the money local. Mm-hmm. I make no excuses for that. We got to keep the money local. Hence, why Caribbean numbers? We've recognized that there's the illegal games in our community, and everybody plays it. Um, it, it it's so bad that the competitor, the, the, these people that manage, run these illegal games, they, they, they'll see me, they'll see my enforcement team, and they're not even, they're not intimidated because they feel that it is okay. I, you you call the name them if you want. I won't. Who who um, parlay these games? But the objective behind Caribbean numbers again is not to compete or to counter, but to show our community, people of the Virgin Islands, that you like these games. We're gonna give you a legal opportunity to play those games and benefit. And profit from it. That's, that's and in addition to that, but regulation is is absolutely it's correct. Key. That's the it's key. key. Correct. Yeah. And absolutely. important for persons to recognize as well is that when they play the legitimate games like Caribbean numbers, you're contri- you're going you're contributing towards the goodwill programs. You're contributing towards the development of USVI. Mm-hmm. You're contributing towards the community. So it's coming right back to you. No, no, we we had a. A feud here with respect to because our situation is unique here in the Virgin Islands. And St. Croix, we allow for slot machine casinos and St. Thomas, their VLTs. Based on your interpretation, what's the distinction? In terms of the difference between the VLTs, VLTs and, and, slot and, and, and Vegas style slot machines, yeah. One is more digital and the other one is the traditional pull-down. Okay. I am looking at it from the very theoretical textbook perspective. I'm not trying to pick a side. Just of course, speak, of speak, course. speak to what you and say both, as a distinction. And both actually has its appetite mm-hmm. in the market because there are some persons who are more appealed towards the VLT type style, the, the, the flashiness of it. Mm-hmm. Um, having visited the conference, G2E conference last year in Las Vegas, slot machines are still very much 
prevalent and an active part of the casino life. Mm -hmm. And so too is the VLT. So they both appeal to two different audiences. And let me not say different, but two varying appetites, but very much still act, um, the slot machines in particular. One can say, oh, slot machines are dying. Oh, it's not. It's evolving. No, no, no. That was a trick question. Okay, no, no, director. I realize that. You realize I'm watching it cross, right, director? No. <laughs> no, no, I realize no, that. No, 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 no. Not only was it a trick question, which I will admit, right? She has political skills because the way she's awesome. Yeah, nah, nah, Never, I, you don't I, run the Atelier region. No, 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 she good. That's a term we don't use. She good for herself. You good check? for herself. Yes, and, 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 and that yes, was sir. good. But Gaming Limited International, uh, that's that GLI. Gaming Laboratory. Gaming, Gaming Laboratory yeah. International. They do the regulating. Or they're, they're the ones who who look at certifying. They're a certifying. They, they, they certify gaming products. Gaming, okay. Yeah. They they certify the gaming um, equipment. Okay. For for everybody. Yeah. I, I mean, just everybody. No, no. Horse racing is big here. Big Payuda. Mm -hmm. Big Payuda. Big is. in Barbados. Big in Barbados. It is. Big in all that stuff. And it's the same template where if you don't have sound regulatory Correct. language, right, in place to protect the integrity of the sport, and, and, and that sport includes gaming, gambling. Right, let's just be honest with gambling. Um, that's the most important part of this whole thing, isn't it? Exactly. And which is why it comes back to... I mean, marketing is, marketing is big because you want to get people Natural. involved. Of course. Natural. Right? But if you don't have proper regulation and people doing whatever they want, then... It goes straight back to... Yeah. Can you... Um, is there a legitimacy behind the business? Mm -hmm. So that's when you start to talk about anti-money laundering and yeah. other trafficking, and which we will not go down into at this point, but that's the reality of an illegal game well, environment know, the, the, and the, the importance of regulation. The, the modern lottery on the mainland, particularly in the state of New York, was because of somebody from St. Croix, Casper Holstein, who was running a yes, numbers sir. game yes, up up there. Numbers, remember the numbers game? The daily, uh, that, that uh, pick three and all that stuff, that started on the street corner. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And a lady from, uh, her name was St. Clair, she's from Guadeloupe, I think it was. She was a part of that as well. Gaming, ga gaming really is a Caribbean thing. Yes, it is. That's a yes, No, here's something else that the public don't know. I know time running out. Um, gambling wasn't allowed in China, and what we what we found out because we were doing the research, you had mainland Chinese folks hang jumping on boats to go to Macau, so that so that they could gamble, and they had the biggest market. That's why you will see, you know, when you go to a number of casinos. You see the Oriental demographic; they yes, love sir. the they love the gaming. Oh yeah, they try to flight in. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Oh, yes. Okay, exactly. They, they they get the best suites in these hotels, <laughs> but they don't use them. They yeah, sit so, at that table so, all day. So I know there's 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 a part of the community, you know, um, that they wanted to do with it at all, and you know what? We respect that. Correct. But exactly. the reality is. It existed long before we got here. It exists and now, still going to so, yes. and, and it, it's going to exist and, and long you know, after we're gone. I'm, you know, I got a flawless mouth in the world. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But at the end of the day, my faith is strongly rooted. And you know, sometimes I hear from a religious perspective, people not so much, but complain. Oh, gaming. I use the word gaming, not gambling. They complain, same. but but them is the same people that come to you for dollars. Yes, sir. Okay. Yes, sir. Yes, okay. Okay. You, can't, you can't have it both ways. But Neville, I just want to take a quick second to speak to... Real quickly, okay, because, because another one of my listeners, a female listener, uh -huh. she said, good morning, buenas morning. You're absolutely right. 
loving the genuine twang. <laughs> well talking business. The wall ain't got nothing on a West Indian. Hey. Ah, thank you. So, Love it. Quickly, because we got anything else. Yeah, so we, we're a part of what we do mm-hmm. in turning around um, the revenue. Tonight, we're sponsoring the VA Lottery, is a premier sponsor at the Caribbean Music Festival. Yeah, they got me, I'm seeing it. Okay, that's mm-hmm. a good thing. I got a tout, I got a. I just sing high from the mountaintop when it comes to lottery. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of people just think it's this or that. We put the money back into our community. Mm -hmm. Education, sports, you name it. I want the biggest sponsors for every event around here, man. um, For the food fair. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, Not the AgriFest. We're one of the premier sponsors. And you have to be be commended for that. And and, and we do it because we are reinvesting Mm -hmm. in our community. Mm -hmm. When we tell you, when you play the VI lottery... Everybody wins. That's the embodiment of what that means. Yeah, the man. money ain't going all over the place. It's no, staying no. here. I like that. Play I like, local. Stay I like, local. I like that. I want to thank you, um, director. Because I, when you say you're bringing in a, one of the executives, I thought there's some hardback man. The next thing I know, you bring in a lovely a 3D. <laughs> A with a twang that everybody's love. Yeah. Um, Miss Heechung, it was a pleasure. It was a pleasure you know, as great, well. Never great thank conversation, you. great content. Yes. And uh, thank you, Mr. Williams, for hooking us up. Enjoy uh, your stay here. You thank got the you. Press conference 11, uh, Dung in the West tonight, the Music Fest, and then the Act Fear. So uh, yes. a, weekend, uh, a weekend of activities. Long, thank you very long, much. Long, long, busy weekend. Long, long, busy. Thank you very much. And Shelly, thank you for coming. Thank, thank you for you bringing for the team, Julian and Lisa. Lisa. I gotta hail them up. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks yeah. a lot. Appreciate and to it. The VI and Brian team. and James, local yep. team, working very hard on the ground. Yep. Like thank you. So thanks to everybody. Great show today. Thanks a lot, Carlton Dow as well. Be good. Be safe. Enjoy the long weekend. Enjoy President's Day and head down to the fair and to the different events. Talk to you next week. Bye bye. The views and opinions expressed on Analyze This are entirely those of the on-air participants and do not reflect those of the station's board, management, staff, or underwriters. Ability Radio is a program brought to you by the Disability Rights Center of the Virgin Islands to promote a more inclusive Virgin Islands. Ability Radio brings you information on health care, art, culture, education and current affairs where we engage in lively discussions with guests locally and abroad. Join us every Saturday morning at 11.30 a.m. on WTJX-FM. Listening to the wings of a monarch butterfly. What a magical thought. They arrive here on the Day of the Dead, which we celebrate here in Mexico and A lot of the indigenous people believe that it's the souls of their ancestors that are returning. And it's very spiritual. That's On Point with me, Meghna Chakrabarty. Weekdays at 1 p.m. on WTJX-FM 93.1.